When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening, you guys, on this snowy, snowy Thursday on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. we got a little music news. Want to hear it? Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. We like Reba McIntyre. She's great. She is great. And she's going to be a great mega mentor on The Voice. She is joining the season. And she'll be advising contestants who make it through battle rounds as they prepare for knockouts. The show is going to come back on March 6th, NBC. Coaches include Blake Shelton, Chance the Rapper, Niall Horan, Kelly Clarkson. You going to watch, Steve? I know you're a big fan of The Voice. No, I've like hardly ever watched The Voice. Oh, you're a fan of Idol. I've like never missed. I've only missed one season of Idol, I think. Huh. Um, yeah, and it's not. It's no beef with The Voice. Uh, we love Cat Perkins here locally, who was on The Voice. Absolutely. Uh, many people have said I'm both a body double and spitting image of uh, Adam Levine, who's no longer on the show. But <laughs> Donna, what? Yeah. Oh, you, well, yes, it sounded like I, you laughed I... at that. Oh no, sorry, I was uh, reading something. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I've okay, just never so really watched prefer... it. But... Uh, yeah, I just, Is it because it was just... of Ryan? You got a man crush. I do have a broadcasting crush on uh, Ryan Seacrest. I'm not ashamed of that. Um, but I, it was just the one I got started on. So it, the voice felt like competition to the thing I love. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be loyal here. But I, I love, I mean, the concept, the blind auditions, it's sure. all cool. Blake's great. Reba is so utterly likable. Find somebody who says, oh, Reba, you're not going to find Everybody You never it. find like a crabby Reba in an interview. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. she's very professional. If you meet with her, who knows if she's having a bad day? You will never, ever know it. She'll How many times you interviewed but... Reba, do you think? Oh, gosh. More than 10? Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Probably uh, three, nine, three, maybe 50, 40 times. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes in person, sometimes not, sometimes on the phone. Yeah, Here's a little testament great. as to how great she is, and she's gonna, everybody's going to love her as this mega mentor on The Voice. Our buddy Melissa Peterman, Minnesota's own uh, actress who obviously was in the sitcom Reba with Reba, 
she helped to orchestrate, but this required both Melissa Peterman doing us a favor, which was lovely, oh, and yeah. and uh, Reba McIntyre taking time out of her schedule to do this. But Kelly Hansen uh, was guest co-hosting this day, and we had set up a surprise for Reba to call in. And she was going to do it on video, but she had just been running around. <laughs> Don't worry. Edit that okay. out. It was not a sneeze. I'm fine. But uh, she called in. Professionalism. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> what? <laughs> no, anyway, back to my Reba you. story. Uh, uh, then okay. she Sorry called in and was she was so <laughs> lovely and called in. And Kelly Hansen was so surprised. She thought it was like a cameo, a pre-recorded message that Reba had sent. Oh, sure. And then Reba's sure. like, "No, girl, I'm here and I'm fancy now. Don't bring me down." And like just like gave the whole thing. She was so awesome. She was lovely. It was burr, burr, just burr, burr, like you would burr. think. Oh my god, that's so funny! It's Who's so that? funny how. Go ahead. Pappy, have question for me, ma. Okay, go ahead. Let's. Who's the that, celebrity though. that you've interviewed the most? Because forty or fifty times is more than some people have even talked to their cousins. But that's over twenty years. I you understand. have to realize. No, I get you know, it. Twenty years—that's maybe once or twice a year. Who do you think you have spoken to on more individual occasions than anyone else in the world of celebrities? Anybody more than Reba? Oh, yeah. It's usually the younger artists who are coming up and doing a lot of promotion and like Taylor or coming was to town. Back in the day, Taylor Swift. Yes, talk to her a lot. And they're very accessible. Like country artists are not like pop artists. They are, they love radio they're grateful for radio maybe not so much anymore because of streaming but i mean that's their bread and butter you know so that's why you'll see you know at an award show country artists thank country radio i want to say thank you you know to god country radio thank you or the fans um they're very accessible they like to promote their stuff. They're 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 not real ego driven. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're pretty open. Thank you for asking. Oh, anyway, Reba's one of the nicest. I would put Reba up there with Keith Urban is probably one of the nicest artists ever. Keith Urban. <laughs> Isn't it funny how some of these people don't lose their accents even though they don't live you know where they grew up? I think there's a threshold. I don't know what it is, but I think it's if you have lived in a place until you are blank age, maybe some researcher knows, it's there forever. It, because, you know, childhood, teenage years, stuff like that. Like, I think if you go through school and you move here after school or if you're American, hmm. you know, because the same thing would happen, right? Imagine if you were eight, at 18, Donna Valentine up and moved to South Africa. You would probably still sound like an American and not like a South African. Although you did work sure. your Jersey accent away for the most part. Well, that's the thing. I think you subconsciously absorb the dialect of the people around you. When sure. I lived in Georgia and Texas, I was saying y'all and sir, thank you, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So much that I, I didn't know until people back home pointed it out to me they're like don't call me ma'am <laughs> you know it's funny we had a we had a um, moment in our parenting world sometime last week where there was a little disrespect that started flying around got a little loosey-goosey uh -oh. up in the kitchen and uh -oh. i think i said out loud 
something along the lines of, like, keep this up and we will shift. It will become a yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I, I threaten, oh. sir. I threaten, sir! Which one? I'm not going to say. I can okay. throw my children under the bus, Donna. How dare you? Well, well, you sort of already did. No. It's just anyone with a mouth that is talking in sentences. It wasn't Dev, I'll tell you that. He is okay. speaking as about as cute as a human being can speak right now. He is in a real... Th- the three and four-year-old phase when they talk and start stringing some sentences together. I watched oh, they, Rex last say, night. Go ahead. They you washed him? Yeah. Wait. You know when they use the W's because they can't say yeah. the R, you know. If you ask him to say blue right now, he says blue. blue. But no, no, it's this really cute. Oh. He doesn't do the blue like baby talk. Blue. It's very <laughs> cute. There's a little pause. But I go. I washed Rex last night. Why? Thanks for asking, gang, because he had crap stuck to his butt. All right. I couldn't get it off. It was tied up in the fur for the love of all that is holy. Anyway, I gave him a bath. And Dev said, um, can I come with you? And I said, yeah, why don't you come up? And you can be my towel guy. You get me the towels at the end. And he sat with his, like, elbows, stood on the side of the tub, you know, or, you know, on the ground, and, like, rested his arms up on the tub and was just chatting with me the whole time. And it, are you going to give him a bone at the end? Are you going to give him a bone? <laughs> it's like, we've never given him a bone. Where are you reading so this? Cute. It was great. You're able to lift him into the tub? The Rex? Dog? Yeah. I work out. Yeah, he's only 30 pounds, 35. Okay. Yeah, I don't get the big lumbering, my 600-pound life dogs that you do. God rest their souls. (laughs) But, yeah, mine I didn't get from a, during a commercial, during a TLC binge of, you know. (laughs) My 600-pound life. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I watch, listen, I want everybody to be well and healthy and all of that, and it looks different for different people, and I understand that. All I know is I watch my 600 pound life exactly one time. And I know we have to go, but I'm not, I mean, listen, there was a daughter who said, this is my job. And she walked in and started cleaning. I with don't, a, I don't want to know. I have to tell you, cleaning with a rag inside all of the folds of her mother's skin because her mother was unable to clean herself. And that I did that with a pug once because they had a lot of wrinkles and you would have to like separate the wrinkles and just like clean out some gunk <sighs> doing that. Is a tough. It's a tough watch, on. But you know what? TLC. I shouldn't have been surprised. When I was twelve, I saw a live vasectomy. A vasectomy, Donna. Nothing was blurred, on TLC. With that, we don't have time for me to uh, tell <laughs> See, you. See, no, that I have questions about. No, that I want right. to know more about. All right, we can get. Can to we it. talk about it when we come back? <laughs> sure. And then Why I have not? random everyday activities that you might be doing long, uh, wrong. It's kind of a fun list, but first I want to but know about first the vasectomy. But first the vasectomy, that when All we right. come back. It's us, Donna and Steve. My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. This is where we bring up the topic of vasectomies. Thank you for joining us. <clears throat> all we're vasectomies all the time. Vasectomy, maybe, if you went with a pal. I think I was, how old would I really have been? Maybe 12 is a bit young. We're in a new house. Not when you had a vasectomy, if you're just joining us. I was just going to leave that out there to leave the viewer, (laughs) the listener in tension. I was a, uh, probably a teenager, youngish teenager. And TLC, the learning channel, was showing a vasectomy. 
on television. Now, let's use terms that are safe. There was a drop cloth so that you could only see the speed bag and not the hose. That makes sense? Sure. And I don't know what the difference is at that point. Well, no, 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 no. Because a vasectomy, as I understand, is if we're talking about that region of a man, there mm-hmm. is a northern region and a southern region. Right. And I it's <laughs> it's but it, well, but it's different. It's all on the southern region. Your top region doesn't isn't a part of this process. It's right. out to lunch. There's like a, I know, but I still. If you're going to show me that, you, I mean, I don't. What's the difference? I mean, um, it's all nudity. I could, yeah, no, I hear you, but I feel like I. I mean, I'm not suggesting that the southern is less aggressive to stumble on, but. <laughs> There was like this drop cloth thing, and then they were just like really working it out, man. They were making Are sure. Are they that cauterizing? The... Is that what's happening? So that gets split open. There and was, then... yeah. The, I as I'm trying to think of my like teenage memory on this. I feel like there's like scissors, some stitching happening. Uh, the cauterizing. I've had friends that tell me they have seen smoke. Yeah, smelled I've heard smoke that too. coming out of the other yep. side of the thing. I would. My wife got a tubal, and I am so happy that she did because I would have been terrified to get a vasectomy. Terrified. The tugging. I ah, hear that there's tugging. So many people do it. You just put earplugs in. You don't need to hear that. It's like when you go to the dentist. Hey, can I have some music? Yeah, I don't think it's more. It's what I'm hearing as much as <laughs> if things are being tugged on. I just, there's a certain, I don't know, they're cutting into it. They have to go inside. What are we talking about? You have to go inside of it to do it. You can't do this. You have to, they have to see it. Laparoscopically. Yes, queen. All right. I was going to say arthroscopic, but laparoscopic is even smaller than arthroscopic. Hmm. Congratulations. Dodge that one. All right. Um, thanks for sharing that, Steve. You got it, bro. It was real special. You ever watch um, an operation? I mean, it's crazy. Watch an operation. I, you know, I usually turn away. You know, I'll do a little like, you know, kind of peek. I'll put a blanket over my eyes and then I just like open one eye and then I kind of half watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try not to, but thank you. You know, I've seen heart stuff. I'm probably on TLC now that you mention it. Didn't they used to have a... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Show that was just showing you procedures? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what it was called, but you could see like open heart surgery. You could see babies being born via C-section. That I have All video of, of in my own I life. I just can't That's believe amazing. you were okay with that. That is amazing. Have I shown you? You tried yeah. to. I was like, nope. And I was like, are you sure your wife is okay with you walking around the office showing everybody this? But Donna, I mean, that's the <laughs> surgery that anyone should be okay with showing because it's just your internal organs. You know, you know it's not like a body part. It's an internal part it's not like oh my gosh i looked at her c-section her liver looks weird i'm just saying no it's but it's the gooey. whole procedure of cutting that deep into someone's through someone's skin to get to the internal organs and then making a little pocket i mean it's still very jarring that it is it is jarring it's like have you seen gremlins where, like, I think when it rains, a gremlin grows out of the other gremlin's back. It's kind of like that. <laughs> it's wild. It's like a science fiction movie in real life. It's crazy. But then again, them pushing one out from the birth canal is also mind-numbingly wild. Not sure if you've been to the natural birth house or whatever it's called at the state fair. Whew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. But the dogs... Oh, like the babies, the birth center? Yeah, like a cow coming like out pig, of another cow? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That I've seen in person. I've seen kittens born in my kitchen. Great. It's kind of cool. cool. All right. <laughs> gonna, uh, all right, we'll just let it go. Let's get to your story. All right, so my story is there's a Reddit thread where people are talking about everyday activities that they had been doing wrong for years. And I thought, let me see, let me just look at some of this stuff. Tell me if you've been, you know, if this has been a thing for you. It's really stupid stuff, like to open bananas. It's much easier to do it the way monkeys do and open them from the bottom. Did you know that? I've heard that before. I've never attempted that. I don't think I have either. I can't imagine that being easier. And I just ate hmm. a banana. Congratulations. From the top. You know, you can also hold it by the stem at the top of the banana. And then yep. if you just hold it and then snap your wrist down, it'll peel open. It's a fun party trick if you're at you a lame party. you showed me that once. <laughs> um, here's one I didn't know. I was just going to try it, actually. Did you know that if you slide your thumb on the space bar of your phone, it will move the cursor? Yes, that's a clutch. When you learn that, it's awesome. All right, I'm gonna try to send you a text right now and see if that works. Hang on, I have um, to unblock you, hang on. Hi. Okay, go Oh, ahead. that's neat. Okay, I already did it. Yeah, and it helps with typos and stuff. If you need to go back and correct something, it's much easier. You just slide it the other way? Like if you need to correct a word that came before the word you're typing? That is correct. Wow, that's neat. Okay, I didn't know that. That's a yeah. fun thing. Uh, you can take the silver silverware basket out of the dishwasher to unload it or even to load it. Are we really 
Yeah, hi, welcome. This is Earth. Those are trees. That's ground. (laughs) All right, I guess that's all we have time for, thankfully. Man, it was just picking up Steve. (laughs) 651-641-1071. That's the number that you need to call to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh, Call now. We will play a game next. Hey, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. Okay, it is still, you know, snowing pretty pretty crazy right now it's cold and that means things like frozen puddles slippery surfaces on the roads but it also means slippery surfaces on walkways mike bryant of bradshaw and bryant wants to remind us that property owners are legally responsible to maintain a safe environment for visitors for example you got people coming over and you've got a slippery driveway and people are going to be walking on it you need to put a caution sign or make sure you actually de-ice that walkway and if homeowners fail to do that and someone is injured that can be considered negligence Uh, Let's hope you don't fall on the ice, but if you do and you're injured, it is important to call a qualified Minnesota personal injury lawyer as soon as possible, of course, after receiving medical attention. Get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Just about 1030, time to play a little game. Time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. I want to see how smart you are. It is indeed time to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, and today is a obviously snowy, snowy day. It's also the... February 23rd. That is the day, the 23rd day of February, and the year is 2023. So it is 22323. Woo! And today, Ooh. for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we are doing songs that ended the year in the Billboard charts at number 23. I oh. like it. So it's all going to be songs, okay. trivia about music, and all these songs okay. at one point in their respective years ended the ch- on the charts at number 23 for 2323. <sighs> Okay, can great. I ask a question? It's also my favorite number. Yes, go ahead. Oh. Well, MJ. First of MJ. all, we want you to say more about that in a minute. Okay. Um, so these songs peaked at 23? This is where they were at the year-end charts at number 23. So they could have been higher throughout the year, but the year-end okay. charts for the Billboard Hot 100 year-end charts, they were number 23. Got it. And 23 yep. is your favorite number? Uh, I was born on the 23rd. I grew up in the Michael Jordan era. Uh, yeah, 23 is a, a big deal. Oh, 23rd of what? October. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Remember the Olaf fun. story? <laughs> From yeah. a couple of days ago? <laughs> yeah. At Target? Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Florida Man. Oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, Lord. That's right. <laughs> we oh, won't gosh. go back there. <laughs> no. Uh, we will bring in uh, Margaret, though. She's going to play along with us today. Hey, Margie. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? Really, really great. Donna's here, too. But let me ask Hi, you. Margaret. Um, Hi, Margaret. Hi, Donna. What's going on next in your day after you and hopefully I team up together and win you a prize? What's next? Oh, I have to go back to work. Oh, no. So. What do you do? What line of work? Oh, I'm a paralegal. Oh, uh, what does that mean? You write stuff down for lawyers? What is a paralegal? Um, kind of. You're, you're gathering most of the evidence of the case, and oh. then, um, yeah, that's pretty much what you do. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, listen. it's kind of boring. 
Thank you. You have a real job, is basically what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, she has a real job. (laughs) We always ask people, they're like, well, I have to go account later on, or I'm a contractor, and we're just like, wow. You're out there in the real real world doing real things. Um, Well, with that, 23 songs that finished at number 23 on their respective year-end music charts. That's our topic today. Would you like to team up with Donna or Steve? Oh, I think I'm going to have to go with Donna. Come on. But I know Steve's probably going to do better. But anyways, I'm going to go with Donna. Well, okay. I like the that, that. All right. Well, that means it wasn't a smart (laughs) play by you. I expected more out of you as a paralegal intellectually. But that's fine. I'll be over here. All right. Backhanded compliment. Okay. We're going to come to you in a moment, Margaret. Thank you. We got Margaret on hold. Uh, Let's get this started again. It is year-end 23s for 223-23. Are you ready, Donna? I think so. All right, let's get it started with this. You know, yeah, we'll we'll start with this one. You don't have to rely on the old man's money to know that this Hall & Oates hit was number 23 in 1977, not to be confused with the 2004 Gwen Stefani song of the same title. It only reached 31. Rich Girl. Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing was the number 23 song in 1998. Which movie was it the theme for? Oh, it's the one with Will Smith. Oh, oh God, I always get it wrong. Maybe Margaret can help me. Okay. This smashing Pat. solo song from the lead singer of Genesis had one of the greatest music videos of all time. The tune was number 23 in 1986. I have to give you the song? Yes. Give me one. The smashing solo song from the lead singer of Genesis. All right, we'll put you Abacab. on hold right there. Okay. And uh, Margaret, we got you coming back up here. She was confident on the first one with Rich Girl. How'd you feel about that one? Yeah, I agree with her. Okay. Yeah. The second one, Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing was the number 23 song in 1998. Which movie was that the theme for? Well, Donna said something about Will Smith, but isn't that, isn't that Armageddon or that yep. one with um, yep. they go to the moon or yep. some okay. something or other? Sounds good. Will, Bruce Willis. I just, you know, it's funny. Right when you said it, I said it in my head. I was like, that's Armageddon. Uh, Armageddon. Oh, okay. All right. So that's okay. we'll, that's the be, only one Steve's going to get. So That'll be the answer okay. we go with. And now uh, <laughs> this one here uh, for you, uh, Margaret. This smashing song, a uh, solo song from the lead singer of Genesis had one of the greatest music videos of all time. The song was number 23 in 1986. Any idea? Okay. And Donna said, She said, So it's nothing right now. It's a Phil Collins song. I just don't know which one. Oh my gosh! Um, gosh, I I don't know either. Okay, sounds don't good. worry about it. it. Steve won't know. Yeah. Keep it right there. All okay. right, Steve. <laughs> let's uh, bring Steve back in here. We got two of those answers. Margaret, you're going on hold. Steve is looking down and not seeing us waving. Yes, there we go. All right, give hey, me man. a second, guys. I have to <laughs> put all my shirt back on and everything. Hang on, hang on. Hey guys. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Steve. Very, very well. Just watched a clip of Mariska Hargitay calling Savannah Guthrie a badass on the Today Show. Nice. Cool. What would you guys do? Uh, Just played a game. Nice. Mm -hmm. Let me in. You want to play? All right. Sounds good. We'll get this started here. Uh, We'll start things off again. Billboard year-end number 23s. We'll start it with this one. You don't need to rely on the old man's money to know that this Hall & Oates hit was number 23 in 1977. Not to be confused with the 2004 Gwen Stefani song with the same title. That one only reached 31. Rich Girl? 
Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing was the number 23 song in 1998. Which movie was it the Armageddon. theme for? This smashing solo song from the lead singer of Genesis had one of the greatest music videos ever. The tune was number 23 in 1986. Crap. Coming in the air tonight. Um, I don't think that's right. Let's go to number one again. Number one again. You don't have to rely on the old man's money to know that this Holland Oates hit was number twenty three in nineteen seventy seven. Not yeah. to okay. Um, I feel good about that. I don't. I feel like this Genesis or this um, Phil Collins thing. Donna, do you remember there was a music video in the like eighties that was a bunch of puppets, kind of? I think you're thinking of um, of um, Sledgehammer by maybe by that's it. Peter Gabriel. Maybe would somebody it. would somebody refer to Peter Gabriel as the lead singer of Genesis? Uh, no, but he's you know. No, no, I'm just, saying would would they because he was I wouldn't a former lead oh. singer of oh. the band Genesis. Was it Sledgehammer? Because both Phil, Phil Collins, Collins and Peter Gabriel were, were you know at times technically if you look it up he's the lead singer Phil Collins oh, singer slash whatever was uh, the answer Sledgehammer? The smashing answer was indeed Sledgehammer for that final one. I would what not have been able to get I, that title, but boy, I did have the right video in my mind. I did want to flat out say Peter Gabriel. I thought that might give it away too much, so I wanted to say lead sing- I wanted to have you think about. I don't know. So look uh, at me. I knew it. You did. I would have never thought to say I, Sledgehammer. And I knew it in my head as like that's the video I'm thinking, but then I couldn't name it, so I just went with another Phil Collins song. Oh, in the what air a tonight journey. is a good one. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you both got that one wrong. Everyone got that one wrong. Uh, the good news, we'll start on the top one. You don't have to rely on the old man's money. That indeed was Rich Girl. Hall She's a rich girl. Yes. And also Gwen Stefani. Can you sing that one too? I'm a rich girl. Okay, yeah, close enough. Um, and then Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Uh, Margaret helped out Don on that one with Aerosmith's, uh, or I should say the song was Armageddon, or the movie was Armageddon. So nicely yeah. done. It's so funny. I feel like we've had that question quite a bit lately, and it just never oh, registers. Really? Oh. I'm like, you know, the one with the <laughs> Bruce yeah. Willis. Yeah, right? that's good. Yeah. So uh, with that, we've got a tie, Margaret. Oh, boy. Still... Right. And you know what I should also mention is we are playing for a pair of movie passes to see the advanced screening of Champions, a heartwarming comedy starring Woody Harrelson, who ends up coaching a team of players with intellectual disabilities. The screening is going to be March 8th at the Showplace Icon Theater at the West End. So, oh, oh awesome. That's what we're playing awesome. for. So we'll find out if you're going to get it. I just teased you there with the prize and that you might not win here. So uh, we're going <laughs> to go ahead and maybe you will. You can help though because now we're going to give you and I'm not going to do the music thing. I know there was a little delay and I didn't want to do that whole thing. So we're going, I'm going to give you, I'm looking for the artists here. All three of you are playing. I'm going to give you the year and then I'm going to give you the album the song was from. Then I'm going to give you the song and then you have to give me the artist at any point. At any point you can ring in and give me the artist. And Marky, your name is your buzzer, okay? Okay. And again, okay. we're talking number twenty threes. Hang on, wait. We're trying in... to say we're we're trying to name the artist. The artist we're gonna give year, we're album, for. song. We're looking Correct. for the artist. Chime in at any point. Correct. Oh, I'm nervous. Yes. I'm nervous. And if you chime in and you're wrong, everybody else gets to hear all the rest of the clues before they answer. Okay. The na- the year was nineteen eighty nine. Oh brother. The album was New Jersey. The song was I'll Be There For You. Name Donna. the artist. 
Donna. Bon Jovi. That took a lot longer than I thought it would. Congratulations! Oh, it is Bon Jovi! Yeah. Uh, Dang it. And with yeah, that, Margaret. Margaret, you are the winner. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, Donna. I take back what I said, for sure. <laughs> thank you, Donna. Thank you, Margaret. Oh, if it man. weren't for you, we wouldn't have won. I almost jumped in when she said New Jersey. I almost jumped in, or he said New Jersey, and went Bruce Springsteen and just thought, mm-hmm. put the chips in the middle of the table. Um, I'll be there for you. I was thinking I'll be there, and I thought, did Mariah Carey, she covered oh, the Jackson hi. 5 version? Yep. Is that it? But no. Congrats, Margie. Thank you so Margie. much. Thank you. All right. Stick Bye, Margaret. Her, Thank Bye. you for listening. Yay. Oh, Steve. I really needed that, dude. You did. What's the score now? With that victory, the score is now 16, Donna, 21, Steve. So, yeah, that was a big win. Keep it it within a week's distance is, I think, the key. Yeah, yeah. All right, I got to... Got to keep closing that. These always kind of stay like that, too, because what is 5 times 16? Anybody know? 16 times 5, 80. 80. All right, so that would be like if we played this out, it'd be 105 to 80 if everything played out the way that these first couple of months have for the year, sure. for our year in total. And it kind of, it doesn't ever become a full-blown blowout. You know what I'm saying? One way or another. I do. And I don't think you've ever won, I don't know, I don't think you've ever won it's, a year. No, I haven't. Millennial Thanks X Games we have been up. a lot closer on before. Millennial X Games. So, Donna... That's your impediment shaming me. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Guilty. That. Why don't we uh, take a breather? Oh, all right. We gotta go. I didn't realize. Okay. Uh, So your buddy Ryan. Yeah, your buddy. Your buddy. Oh, see, payback. Uh, Your buddy Ryan Seacrest is leaving live. I think I may know why. Oh, really? We'll get to that. I think so. That and more when we come right back. Friends, what's up? It's Stevie Boy from my pals over at the Canopy Group. Uh, do you have one agent who represents one company and gives you one quote when it's time for your auto and homeowner's insurance? Yeah, yeah, so that's kind of dumb. Uh, you should get options. That's how you save money. Paul Borkert and Jeff McDonald, they realized this, and they said there's got to be a better way. So they created the Canopy Group. The Canopy Group uh, has a team of 40 specialists, all right? They're ready to fight on your behalf. And what they do is they then turn to their 16 insurance companies that they have formed relationships with over the years. And I mentioned the relationship because these companies know the Canopy Group, and they're like, hey, we want their clients. We want this business. So they fight it out, and then the savings gets passed on to you. Some of them are big name insurance companies like Progressive or Traveler, some you've never heard of. Frankly, that doesn't matter. It's all about the insurance that they give you at the best price. You want the best coverage at the best price, and you will get that when you make the switch today to the Canopy Group. Go to thecanopygroup.com. Hey, guys. We're back. Yeah. We're back. And a fun thing to know is we never leave, you know, during the commercial break. Sometimes we'll, right. we'll go to the loo. Occasionally fill up some water, but we're always here just as eagerly awaiting our return as you all are. So thank you in advance. (laughs) Thanks for explaining that. Your support. I have to show you something. You know, I have issues with my my phone. It just does things randomly on its own. The most recent thing is... No, you're good. Oh, look how big my my clock turned. Like almost overnight. You ran an update. That must be it. 
Yeah, it wasn't like uh, don't don't feel insecure that this was a. All right, okay. now she's this. Her eyes are getting worse. We've auto determined that her eyes are getting worse. It, yeah, that's the new big clock home screen that the iPhone is doing. It just made it bold. It put it into a bold font. Yes, queen. and so it looks ginormous. I'm like, hey, what's happening? Anyway, thanks for clarifying. Appreciate you that. know, Donna, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're about 10 minutes away from probably appearing on Live with Kelly and Ryan. Are yeah. you at the end of the segment, do you Pro- think? Yeah, probably like 20 minutes away. Um, yeah, I was on Kelly and Ryan this morning, which airs at 11 a.m. on Channel 11 here in the Twin Cities. But it was live on the East Coast. So we were, you know, I was out there at 8 a.m. this morning um, in the old backyard doing some stuff and it was uh and then i was out there like shuffling my yard because i created an outdoor living room setup and i created this whole space so you know there i you know what the bummer was d-bone thanks for asking mm, you're welcome when you know you have to be up earlier than normal we all don't get great sleep those nights right because your body is subconsciously like in the ready position is the alarm going to go off so I started tossing and turning. I looked at the clock, and it was about 4.15. And then I was like, okay, wait a minute. Just stay here. But then it was about 4.50 that I was like, just just wake up. Just wake up. You did? Wow. And just go turn the coffee on a little early. I was planning to get up around 5.30 anyway. So, But it gave me a little more time to just ease into it. Because I did do a sound check with Kelly and Ryan at 7.15 local. And I needed to have... Oh the stuff all um you know like the Situated. lawn cleared and all that kind of stuff and there's extension cords and lamps and end tables and uh, you literally thing. lit lamps i lit lamp i love lamp i love lamp i brought two lamps out there and then we had some christmas lights as well that i put sort of on the coffee table you know how you like christmas table ambiance but the whole yes. bit was i want to embrace the outdoors more but I still really love the indoors during winter. And so I brought the indoors outdoors. And we had like a throw blanket that might be ruined now. Uh, a rug that we have just forgotten to get rid of. And so like to donate. It's so I got one bit. more use out of that. It's all for the bit, Queen. Doing Put her down bit. for well, a yes, Queen. I know you probably... Yes, Queen. I know you don't want to talk about your best friend, Ryan Seacrest. But I was reading this article about, you know, Seacrest is leaving... And there's an insider from the show who revealed why. And apparently, I'm just going to sum it up. Here's the headline. I think he's leaving because of exhaustion, which makes perfect sense. He had missed a number of appearances, which clearly we understand why. So he had missed a number of appearances due to exhaustion. And... I guess Mark Consuelos was in talk since last summer with Live um, because of all of this. And apparently some of his absences created tension with everyone on the show, but everyone cares about him and respects him and just want to make sure that he's okay. So um, they started talking about Ryan leaving last summer. And when they announced his departure, both Kelly and Ryan wanted to put whatever issues arising from, you know, everything Ryan's got going on, um, they wanted to put all of that behind them. They've known each other for a long time, and regardless of, like, whatever strains 
there's a real friendship there. So they were trying to come up with a solution because obviously it's not just live. He has to travel to audition cities for Idol. It's not just like back and forth from New York to California. He had to go to Hawaii. It's very exhausting. It's hard doing you know, a live TV show every day, and the schedule is, is tough. There are double tapings. He runs between his radio show and live, kind of like you were doing when yeah. you broadcast from New York. Um, he gets a 10-minute break, and they'll say, all right, we need you to come do some liners for the radio show. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> apparently he's not quite burned out, but he knows himself, and he knows he needs a break. So uh, last couple of years, he has valued time off with his family, his loved ones, and, you know, he, like you said, he signed up for three years and then he renewed the contract for another three years. And, you know, so. Yeah, I think they all probably saw it, saw it as a win that he stayed on as long as he did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and he and Kelly, they've spoken about the friendship that they had prior to. It's not like he started filling in and then they started to get to know each other. They've been friends for years. And so I think there was a real comfort and a mutual respect that they shared. And even how the decision was communicated on the air a couple of uh, last week, you could sense the mutual respect and care and love that they have for each other. And that spilled over to, into the great. next day's uh, show when Mark Consuelos came on and Mark was out there and they were all talking about all this stuff and they had some really kind words to share for each other. But yeah, look, I've seen a little bit of what he does and he, I'm tired watching that man because he really does. Even, even today, you know, he's out there as I'm waiting for my sound check. He's out in studio early. He does a hello to the New York news, a little live cut in there. Then he's right. talking to LA. Then he has to do some taped things where he's doing things for other cities. And it's one right after the other. And then he goes right back in to the dressing room, finishing touches, come out, do the show. And then his radio studio, one of them, I believe is below. It's, it's, right underground there at the New York studio. So he wraps up live and then he goes down and that show in LA is also syndicated throughout the country. And mm-hmm. so there are a lot of different mm-hmm. moving pieces. The, the, the organization required for his days is something you mentioned, idol going to audition cities. That's one thing. But in addition to that, Ryan Seacrest is he's a producing. He's producing. Think of all the meetings he has to take. Yeah. And how many times yeah. LA isn't just for when Idol is shooting. LA's probably all the time. Oh, all right, I gotta do squeeze a meeting in. So on Friday I'll fly out and then I'll be back in New York again on Monday. I I think everyone has always thought of Seacrest like that dude works. He yeah. he's Much a machine. Respect. But I feel But like good to know yourself and know like, all right, when, I need a breath. Yeah. And also, when all you do is work, there's your personal life suffers. You know, you don't get to spend time with friends. You don't get to meet women, go on dates. You got, you've got no time. You know, who knows if he wants to start a family? You know, are you he, throwing your hat into the Ryan Seacrest potential suitors ring? What's happening? No, right? I am not. But thank you. Mm. No, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. okay, he's he put his time in. Now it's time to like back it up, back up a little. Well, I'm, I'm I'm happy for his change, and uh, and he's just always been so great on air to me and off air. I just got nothing but love for that guy. So, mm-hmm. congrats to him. Let's take a break.